0: The grittiest girl in the game, Molly McCoy, and this is all oh, Stop the Damn Match! <gasps>
1: Hi, welcome to Stop the Damn Match podcast with me, Daz.
2: And Bathe from Germany.
1: And this week's podcast theme is The Best There Is, The Best There Was, The Best there Ever Will Be. Rick clear <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, uh, no, wrong. Try again. <laughs>
2: Okay, the best, exactly the excellence of execution, Bret the Hitman Hart. Hey! yeah, Bret Hart,
1: probably one of the most important wrestlers of the mid nineteen nineties,
2: and probably one of the tragic professional wrestlers ever.
1: Mm-hmm. In the last, in the end of his career, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, I mean, I don't know about you, but in, when I was growing up, Bret Hart was the, the, in my eyes, the best traditional wrestler in, in my eyes when I was a young child. Like, he was, he just, he just was a wrestler. He's my, in my eyes, what a wrestler should have been.
2: Yeah, in my eyes, he was the first super, uh, wrestling superstar in Germany. He was in every sport magazine. He was in, uh, in uh, TV shows and all this stuff and won some um, awards here in Germany. So he was the face of professional wrestling at this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was even in the fucking Simpsons. That's how over he was. He was in the Simpsons. Yeah. Was he not trying to buy Mr. Burns' house? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think just crazy to think that pro-wrestling and this one guy Bret Hart, who was just a absolute amazing wrestler, could get out into pop culture, who was amazing.
2: Yeah. I... And uh, but, but a bad singer.
1: Oh, yeah. he Yeah, yeah, definitely. He couldn't sing. A good artist, but just not at singing. No. Because he's good at caricatures, isn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I know that he drew quite a lot for the other wrestlers backstage.
2: Yeah, but uh, I believe that everything, every, that everyone who works with him becomes over.
1: Oh, yeah. He could make anybody look like a million dollars. Bro. Even, do you think, if he tried... I'm trying to think of someone nowadays. Who in WWE at the moment could he make look good? Gold, Goldberg.
2: No, Goldberg and Bret the Hidman Hart is not a good um, <laughs> a good history.
1: No, what it, was it? Goldberg injured him, didn't he?
2: Yeah, uh, at Starcade, I believe Starrcade 99 or 2000 and uh, with a super kick against his head. And
1: this was what basically ended his career, wasn't it, Bret Hart? Yeah, yes. So not only do we hate Goldberg in the ring, we also think he's a dick for ruining Bret Hart's
2: career. Uh, I believe that I don't know what I think about Bill Goldberg. <laughs>
1: the, the, the less words, the better.
2: Yeah. So
1: with Bret, obviously we all know he came from the most famous family in wrestling but out of all of those brothers that he had, the fact that he was the the biggest star of all that family is it, it it must show that he is a was one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yeah. And he, he indeed. Yeah, and he I mean he started off in the WWF as a tag team wrestler. And who would have thought when he was in the Heart Foundation that he would end up being one of the most famous WWF champions of all time?
2: He was At the beginning of the 90s and the middle of the 90s, the trademark of WWE. Yep. He he was like what
1: the Rock and Stone Cold were in the Attitude Era.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah.
1: But, obviously, when he left to go to WCW, things didn't really go to plan.
2: Because they don't know uh, how to work with him.
1: I mean, he, he went from being one of the hottest wrestlers in the world to just doing fuck all really
2: on WCW didn't he? Yeah in WCW uh, he looks like a person who who lost his heart and his soul what what things like did he really do in WCW I
1: mean he won the title didn't he?
2: Yeah but he was part of the NWO he was part of the NWO Silver he uh was the guest referee at Starcade 1997, What was uh, also his debut for WCW? What is a worst decision in my eyes? And yeah.
1: Oh yeah, why? If you've got Bret Hart, why the fuck would you use him as a referee?
2: Yeah, and why are you uh, doing this um, screwjob thing? Uh, then on the Hulk Hogan and Sting match. Yeah, just so shit, so shitty.
1: Like I, I think that showed how they were going to use Bret Hart going forward. Like they made that big mistake, and then just kept happening and happening and happening. Do you think he fell out? He didn't get on with the creative team, or just do you think they did not have a clue what they were doing?
2: Yeah, I believe that's exactly uh, the problem. And then uh, so many old. Um, WCW icons like uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan, Sting has the creative control. So um, no one could really work on a creative way from the writers. That's crazy. But I think
1: for me, I think Brett's best matches were with Shawn Michaels, Owen Hart, also with Austin, who we're watching today. I mean, he, he had... And even his feud with Jerry the King Lawler, I remember quite a lot. It wasn't the best matches, but it was so memorable and stupid.
2: Yeah, or uh, versus
1: Chris Benoit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think he is, he's wrestled like who's who in professional wrestling, really. Yeah, sure. So and Roddy Piper at WrestleMania and you just think this guy he he really has been there when all the greats have come through the WWE and WCW
2: yeah and uh, everything what he did in the ring had uh, had a reason and it makes sense yeah
1: the only thing that didn't make sense to me is when he came back and won the US championship from in like 2010 2011 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy this guy is not in good health. Why are we doing Don't ruin Bret Hart.
2: Yeah, he has suffered a stroke and yeah. a bicycle accident and his concussion, uh, uh, sorry, the, his concussion, his brain concussions and all this stuff. And yeah, it wasn't a good run.
1: No, definitely not. But the good thing is he's he, we we can go back, we can enjoy his good matches from when we were children and remember what the real Hitman was when he was at his best so we, even though that wasn't a good run we still have what was some of the best wrestling in my eyes of all time
2: Yeah and one of the important uh, wrestler to uh cruelty uh, to 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 bring a wrestling culture here in Germany. Yeah. He was a big identified point back in the 90s for 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 much German wrestling fans, for many German wrestling fans.
1: And I think he he even said that he loved wrestling in Europe, that he he took wrestling to Europe to try and make it a bigger market which in a way if we didn't have Bret Hart, maybe we wouldn't be talking about wrestling as much now maybe we wouldn't have all these promotions in Europe i mean the bret hart mm, effect. that's hard uh,
2: i don't know i don't know if mm. that, that's true i think bret hart is
1: i mean there's you can see his style in a lot of wrestlers
2: yeah because it uh, looks so real realistic when he was in the ring yeah definitely i
1: you don't get much more real than uh, him against Stone Cold from WrestleMania 13 yeah which won the vote so then Marcel is now only two behind me so it's now 8-6 to wow yeah I'm not happy (laughs) I, I need to start winning again so the match we're watching today Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from Wrestlemania 13 and this came about after Bret Hart returned from a 6 month absence from the WWF but rather than coming back to the hero's welcome that he thought that he would be met by, he was actually met by a man that was on the rise in the WWF which was Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, who both physically and verbally Assaulted Bret Hart on his return, and this rivalry came to a head to meet in a submission match at WrestleMania 13, which was made even more special by the first pay-per-view appearance of Ken Shamrock as special guest referee. So, oh yeah, I mean this match—it's got one of the best scenes in wrestling, which you'll which we'll see, and also one of the best moments in professional wrestling in a ring, in storytelling. Which I can passing the torch. Yep. So Marcel, we can find this on the WWE network at Mania thirteen and what time?
2: One hour twenty-one minutes and one second, please. So
1: after you hear the ring bell, press play and we will watch Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania thirteen.
0: Imagine, for over a decade, you fought to reach the pinnacle of your profession. Through sweat and dedication, you burn the respect of fans, friends, and even your adversaries. Then, you walk away. When you return six months later, nothing is the same. I've been screwed by Shawn Michaels, the boy toy. I've been screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I've been screwed by the World Wrestling Federation. There are no friends. There's kind of a new model in the World Wrestling Federation. You scratch my back and I'll stab yours. There is no respect. Everybody in that (laughs) dressing room knows that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Even your fans have changed. At the heart of this change is a man who spits in the face of your every accomplishment. Ever since you came back, you ain't done nothing but cry. He has gained fame by attacking you physically and verbally. Man mocks your legacy. He uses it as a stepping stone. Like a false prophet, he spews forth his rhetoric. Brent hard on his best day, can't lace my boots, and I'm gonna prove that to the world. And I will, I will beat the hell out of breath, and that's the bottom line. His followers carry placards singing his praise. Injustice after injustice has finally caused you to snap. Whoa! Frustrated! pointed at you. You're the one who's changed. He's snapped, McMahon. He's lost it. Get him out of here. it. Oh, just, just hit. Oh, my favorite, Pax That dirty, rotten son of a... They say your ego is your enemy. What happened to you? There's only one solution. To awaken from this nightmare, you must defeat him. To regain your life and resume your legacy, you must make him beg for mercy as you squeeze the will from his bones. But what if Stone Cold Steve Austin wins? What becomes a breath the Hitman heart then?
1: Wow. I love that at the start, we can hear the uh, WrestleMania music. Which, to me, was almost as iconic as WrestleMania. Uh,
2: yeah. And can uh, Shamrock look so different than other referees?
1: Oh, yeah. He looks like he's going to like burst out of his shirt. <laughs> I, I imagine if Jürgen Labamba was a special referee, this is how he would look.
2: Yeah. Like a mix of Shawn Michaels and uh, Shamrock <laughs> as a stripper boy. <laughs>
1: But with a Hawaiian shirt over the top of his referee shirt,
2: that looks great.
1: <laughs> Gold uh, Austin
2: doing a Goldberg Gold. entrance. <laughs> Don't call it <Bill> Goldberg.
1: <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that was really cool. The way the glass all broke.
2: Yeah, but uh, but uh, no pyro effect. But uh, the people going crazy, you know. Yeah, the people help. It's treat, so simple.
1: Yeah, and to think Austin was a heel at this point, wasn't he?
2: Yeah,
1: he was. He was the heel, and the crowd is still like loving. It was.
2: Out. It was after his uh, legendary three sixteen promo.
1: Oh, that promo is so so good. So good. He looks like just a badass at this point, doesn't he?
2: Oh, yeah. He is a badass.
1: But the crazy thing is, with it being a submission match, Austin wasn't really a submission wrestler, was he?
2: No, but he was also the ringmaster and um, the right person for this oh, match yeah. in my eyes. I think this, this match goes a big way
1: to making Stone Cold Steve Austin who he became.
2: Yeah, and that people, uh, people uh, can see that he uh, can work in every, um, with every style. Oh, yeah. Now, here's your
1: pyro. I love this theme music. Oh,
2: yeah. It's so iconic for this time in my eyes.
1: Yeah. I think as soon as you heard that music, you you knew something special was coming, don't you?
2: Yeah, you knew that um, you, you see now a potential uh, main event.
1: Oh, yeah. E- even though it's not the last match on, it, you know, okay, Bret Hart... He he every match of his is special.
2: And this big pop from the audience.
1: Yeah. I just look how fucking cool he looks. Yeah. What's is he oh he's got uh oh, he's doing the glasses now. He's looking for a young child, but there's just adults. Oh there we go. <laughs> You can barely see the little child because all the adults were like jumping around. (laughs) (laughs) Are Austin not wasting any fucking time?
2: Yeah, but it's great for his gimmick, you know, as this psychopathic uh, killer. Oh yeah,
1: the kind of wrestling you would think to see.
2: Yeah, it's the ultimate uh, good versus evil. Yeah straight on the outside.
1: I think just the punches look like a real fight. Like they should.
2: Yeah. I like the way uh, Stone Cold's using his body when he gives his punches.
1: Oh, yeah. He, he, he looks... He really does look like someone who's fighting at a bar fight, doesn't he? Yeah, like if like
2: a really really angry man.
1: Oh yeah, like somebody he had only money for one beer left, and somebody spills his beer. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck? Oh fuck! Oh, (laughs) did you see them hit the security guy? (laughs) The guy in the orange jacket. Oh. Oh, security like fight. Oh, is that Lou Albano? That's Captain Lou Albano uh, and yeah. Atlas. <laughs> the, the fuck are they doing there?
2: <laughs> it's thing, a Wrestling Show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Captain Lou doesn't have any uh, elastic bands on his face, though.
2: No. <laughs> That's over. That's over.
1: <laughs> Cindy Lauper stole them.
2: Yes, yeah, Cindy Lauper's dead.
1: <laughs> Ha- what have you ever seen in a submission match where they're brawling in the crowd no this is this is like such good showing you what stone cold the wrestler is, is all about isn't it
2: yeah to bring this gimmick over to yeah. give him this last um the, the cream of the crop for the this stone cold gimmick oh yeah but then brett is
1: also fighting He's matching Stone Cold style, isn't
2: he? Yeah, but uh, it's like uh, that he want to to be sober. Yeah, yeah, and that he wants to still fight clean in his own way.
1: Oh yeah, in in Bret Hart's Bret Hart's fashion kind of thing. Yeah, and not like see if I was there and getting in the way, I, and I saw Ken Shamrock, I would run away. He's he's a fucking psychopath.
2: Oh, yeah. As a young boy in an NWO t-shirt. <laughs> At this time, this was a big mysterious for me that uh, people have on a WWF show wearing a WCW merchandise. But, yeah, that was this time.
1: Oh, yeah. The, the, the real Monday Night Wars.
2: Where the... F- <laughs> the, the the crowd just won't fucking move. <laughs> they don't go away, no. No,
1: like now there would be no fans anywhere near. No, and they're coming back. I I miss the good signs. Like some of the signs in the crowd are really cool, but now you don't really get them.
2: And uh, not really. Five years ago, someone has a uh, some one had in, by Monday Night Raw a sign was uh, I could uh, I could be home and watching WCW Monday Night Nitro at the network. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> and then they kicked them out, out oh, for security.
1: I love that they have not been in the ring yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's really difficult for me because it's a submission match, and uh, I like submission matches more in a uh, that happened in a ring, you know. Yeah,
1: when this has been like five minutes of not one action in the ring.
2: Yeah, and no holds and all this stuff, only brawling.
1: Yeah, but the brawling is, like you said, developing the Stone Cold character.
2: Yeah, and
1: it kind of it needed to happen. But it's good that Bret Hart is also fighting this style.
2: Yeah. It shows how, how good he was. Yeah. Holy f- Wow. Those
1: punches. <laughs> Let's see. Oh. I, I, I just think that This is the craziest submission match I've ever seen so far. (laughs) Yeah. The most unsubmission submission match ever. Yeah, but
2: they build it up. They build it up.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, Now we wanted them in the ring for so long and finally they give us this. But after they've worn each other out
2: But you see seeing uh, that they're telling us a story with the buddies and uh, with this whole wrestling match.
1: Yep, definite. Definite.
2: And bringing also their gimmicks over.
1: Yeah, like you, now the crowd are loving that Bret Hart is winning because they think this is our guy. Now the bad guy has done all his tricks, taking him outside the ring, and he's still on top.
2: Yeah. It was a better time to work the audience.
1: Yep. And Bret Hart focusing on the knee,
2: but it's really important on a submission match. Yeah, if
1: you don't focus on one body part, I think it's you're not gonna have a good submission match. Did, did Austin just put the middle fingers up at Ken Shamrock because he didn't want to give up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, not just no, no, I don't want to give it. Like, fuck you,
2: <laughs> thank you, Peachy. That we don't see nowadays the middle finger. <laughs> Depends
1: what you watch. If you watch AW, you, you still see <laughs> they yeah, swear. But it I on.
2: don't understand it on the WWE, uh, Peachy thing. This US Peachy thing, uh, do you have. All the gore and this brutal stuff on the uh, TV shows in the US and uh, a middle finger is forbidden or uh, showing a boob.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, you can see blood, everything, but don't dare show the middle finger.
2: Death penalty, okay. Oops, <laughs> really, really dangerous. <laughs> Weapons, okay. Middle finger, dangerous. Yeah, no, no swearing.
1: Or oh, stunner. That was a stunner without the foot to the stomach.
2: What what doesn't happen so much? No. But it
1: won't win the match because it's not a submission.
2: Yeah. I think Shamrock is so in a bad position for a referee because he looks so much bigger and uh, and better than uh, Stone Cold and Bret hitman Hart. Yeah,
1: yeah. It looks it looks weird that the referee is the most jacked guy. Yeah, but I also heard there that the fans started cheering for Austin.
2: Yeah, it makes him big. This match. Oh fuck!
1: This the figure four around the fucking post. The figure four ball lock. Oh, fuck. Wow. That's amazing, yeah, but he won't give in to
2: a move that
1: in an, in a in a in a match that wasn't a submission match. I think there would be a submission,
2: yeah, and uh not this um this stupid figure for think stock. Oh yeah, no, no. that's a... in the audience, Do Hart and his wife.
1: Yep, yep. In the front row. I I think they were at every WrestleMania that Bret Hart was at. I think, don't they? Oh uh, yeah. So what's this? A steel chair and the ring bell. I guess it's no disqualification, so he can use it. Yeah. Put it on his knee.
2: Oh no, no, no. Yeah, but uh I think a good stipulation for this match could be also a I quite match.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. It would have worked. I definitely can that that definitely would have worked as well as a submission. Oh fuck. The crowd are cheering Austin now, oh. aren't
2: they? Yeah. This is But I like this. Yeah. I like this.
1: It's crazy, though, because they were cheering Brett and now they're all cheering Austin. Which I think, in my eyes, one of the biggest things in that changed pro wrestling is this match.
2: Yeah. To change... It's the, it's the last puzzle part for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. He won that the he fans. He becomes this big franchise of the company.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you can do... Just with a wrestling match, just by telling a story, you can change the good guy and the bad guy. That's good wrestling. Yeah, that's true. Like, so good. I don't think you'd ever see that in modern wrestling, that anyone could do that.
2: Uh, Maybe on the Indies.
1: Yeah, not in WWE. No. Austin Middlefinger again. Oh, that to, that move to me the elbow drop I used to love when Bret Hart used to do that move yep oh no he's not going for oh I thought he was going for the sharpshooter oh she doesn't want to look
2: <laughs> oh and this little child what uh, blinded their own eyes yep yeah. Doesn't want to see
1: <laughs> what the f- what the fuck is this submission move that he's got on? This is interesting.
2: Yeah, but I like that uh, Stone Cold uh, using the, spread, the Edmund Hart trademark moves like the Russian leg sweep and this elbow drop from the second rope. Yeah,
1: smart storytelling again.
2: Yeah, and I like this This submission hold. Oh, yeah.
1: It it, it, it looks like you wouldn't have to tap out. You'd have to just pass out, I think.
2: Yeah, it reminds me of some Japanese wrestling. Oh,
1: yeah. Is he going for the walls of Jericho, it looks like, on a Boston Crab? I don't think you're going to beat Bret Hart with a Boston Crab. No. Definitely not. I think it'd take more than a Boston crab.
2: Yeah, and more work with the legs. Oh yeah. Before you can uh bring Bradley it been hard to tap out in a Boston crab or a sharpshooter.
1: But definitely he he showed that he gets to the ropes as well.
2: Oh,
0: uh oh,
1: that's crazy. Austin was going for Bret Hart's move and acting like a dick doing it, but the crowd still cheered Stone Cold.
2: Yeah, it was the it was the change from the um, kind, happy. Clean suburb um WWF to the attitude era. Yeah, yeah. This is
1: this, I think, is what began the attitude era in my eyes, anyway. Yeah. This match. Oh ho ho Austin just throwing him out like garbage.
2: And I like the good shape from Steve Austin and Brad Dietman Hart. Oh yeah. They' don't looking like uh, steroid guys, but only uh, really athletic
1: they look they look like somebody you you could you could look like if you wanted to put the work in
2: yeah
1: oh, did you see the, the timekeeper fall over he're <laughs> 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 just rolling on the floor behind Vince and the king.
2: I still think <laughs> a Finkel, yeah, look. but I like, but I like, like they uh, like they work with the whole um arena in my eyes. Yep,
1: for submission match, they have done more like you said, an I quit or maybe even a false count anywhere match. Yeah, oh, fuck Austin's been busted open by the uh, guardrail,
2: yeah. And it wondered me that he uh, hitting his head on the guardrail and there in the front of some children. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only place where there's a whole row of children.
2: <laughs> shit, he's... this would never happen nowadays. Oh no, no.
1: They would bring a doctor out.
2: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh shit, he's bleeding a lot.
2: He's, he's bleeding. Yeah, to bring him over. It's, it's great storytelling in my eyes. Yeah.
1: Like, Don't... I think with, if there was no blood, the story would be kind of missing something.
2: Yeah, and it makes sense to uh, using blood. Yeah. Just to
1: show that this is, this is how far they need to go to win the match.
2: Yeah. And you have these iconic pictures now.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Bret Hart, this is like a different side of Bret Hart than when we saw him against Owen. This is like different Bret Hart now. He's more violent. Like, than...
2: Yeah, because he wants to protect the old business. Yeah.
1: Like he, but he looks like he looks good doing this as well. You know what I mean? Like, he, he makes it look so good. Yeah. Oh, wow. The, there's his elbow drop. I wish Ken Shamrock was not wearing cycling shorts.
2: They're a little bit too I don't tight. know why gust why gust referees have always this uh, ridiculous referee clothing <laughs> on.
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now he's going for the injured knee again, which is amazing yeah. I've got the blood on the canvas it's crazy yeah I don't, oh
2: and it's crazy how Stone Cold worked with share shots yep. against his leg yeah definitely
1: but Austin gets out of the sharpshooter Wow! This the just even now, like the, the Austin is looking like he's he's on his he has no energy left. He's almost done. Yeah, with his last power, he worked this match. Yep, and his last bit of power, he hits a low blow. I think there's no worse move for a male wrestler to take than a low blow.
2: It reminds me on Bobby Guts versus David Star on the karate event. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Straight in the nuts.
2: <laughs> Ow. But nowadays I say, I hope that David doesn't use the uh, suspensorium.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is Austin still? As is he back on top? Like the amount of blood and the damage he's had done to him by the hitman is insane.
2: Yeah, it's this fucking ruthless aggression. What, uh, what he has now?
1: Yeah, and the crowd are, are so into the match; it's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, and in his character, they are so in in his Stone Cold Steve Austin character.
1: Yeah, and th- this is why after this match and for lots of years to come you would just see Stone Cold t-shirts everywhere.
2: Yeah. And he became the biggest attraction in professional wrestling and maybe the most important WWE wrestler. Yep. Definitely.
1: Shit. Austin is so fucking covered in blood. And so on fire. Oh yeah. He's bleeding like he's been in a fucking death match. Never mind a submission match.
2: Yeah,
1: like who would think this is? You look at this guy's face. Uh, this is a submission match. Like, no, no, he's been in hardcore or death match. Uh, he has a microphone cable.
2: Yeah, but now I don't understand the fight that they don't bring it to an end and going now outside of the ring again. It's. Oh fuck! He's strangling him. Surely,
1: what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Brett Hart hitting Stone Cold with the fucking ring bell. <laughs> That's one way to stop you I strangling like, him.
2: I like the spot. I, lo- I like the spots with the ring bell. Yeah, yeah. I like the... yeah. you. would You'd never get that in any other sport. <laughs>
1: Oh, he has the sharpshooter. It's, so,
2: it's in my eyes so much better to uh, use the ring bell than a bell shot.
1: Oh, definitely. More more realistic, more believable. Yeah. Oh, here we here is where we see the most iconic picture ever in wrestling.
2: Yeah, and co- look at this crowd.
1: Stone cold with blood, screaming for his life. Yeah. The crowd are just either in shock or just up and down on their feet? Will he tap out or will he pass out? Shamrock and answer me Steve answer come on
2: oh this blood this blood looks so nasty
1: oh yeah oh that pit, that image of Stone Cold in pain with the blood all over his face.
2: Yeah, and he don't tap out.
1: No, and it, this, this is this will be remembered for so for so many years.
2: Yeah, it makes him to the big star. Yeah,
1: and all thanks to Bret Hart making him look this this damn good.
2: Yeah, and passing the torch on a on a on the right side in my eyes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Brett's just like. Fucking give up. Tap out, Austin. I think it's good that Shamrock's the referee though, because Shamrock is is a UFC fighter at this point. Yeah. And a submission guy, so... Oh! Austin passed out with the pain.
2: What is so important to bring him over, that he don't tap out...
1: Yeah, he had to give. He had to pass out, and Bret Hart victorious, and, and Bret Hart looking really good, Austin looking really good, but now Bret looking like an actual like dickhead, doesn't he? In his his manner, yeah. Like you, this isn't the same guy that came to the ring. This is now a different guy.
2: Yeah, and also Steve Austin. Yeah, he's now bigger than uh, at the beginning of the match and uh, more ps- um, more uh, icon because he don't tap out
1: yeah and brett is just like brett this is this is not brett hart the good guy now you've now got brett hart the asshole
2: yeah the arrogant guy yeah they,
1: they, they, that's crazy so brett hart wins the craziest submission match I think we'll ever see yeah I don't think you'll ever see a submission match that is outside the ring, loads of blood, weapons, like crazy. But like we said, Bret Hart doing the best that he does is making other people look like a hundred million dollars.
2: Yeah, and like, and it's so ungrateful that Vince has uh, kicked them on this way out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he didn't deserve that seeing how good he was there. He does he didn't he deserved to be like the number one guy the, the number one guy at putting people over. That should have been what Bret Hart's
2: yeah. role should have been. Yeah. He had uh, going on a good way to WCW. Yeah. Because he got fired. Definitely.
1: So that that match, what would you score that match out of 5? 4.0 4. I give that match five. So we give that nine so, out of ten. I give that five mainly because it was just so so much so iconic for many reasons. The image of Stone Cold with the blood, the passing the torch, the fact that they changed who was the heel and who was the the good guy in the match. Just such such, such the story of the match for me. Is what made me give it ten out five out of ten. Good, good. And I think, what, what, what do you think from that match? What was your favorite part of the match?
2: The special submission hold from Stone Cold Steve Austin. It looks like n- it shows him on a on a different way in my eyes.
1: Yeah, and you would never think in say fight two or three years' time, you would see Stone Cold do something like that.
2: No. Bloody all.
1: No. So, Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin is, for me, one of the best matches ever in my eyes. Yeah. This was such a good match and I'm glad I lost because we got to watch yet another amazing match and we got to see two of the biggest stars of all time
2: in uh, American wrestling, if not the world. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But two of the most important wrestlers ever. Yeah, definitely.
1: Without them, without without Bret Hart, we wouldn't really have a Stone Cold, the character we have now, because Bret Hart helped bring him over and the fans become more on Stone Cold's side. You You heard through the match how you, the fans suddenly started shouting Austin, Austin, and cheering when even though Austin was trying to be a heel, they still cheered him. Yeah, crazy. But this is why we love pro wrestling
2: for stuff like that. Yeah, for bringing you emotions. Yeah, definite. So,
1: nine out of ten. But let's go on to another part that I enjoy, the question for the genius, Marcel. I think you already answered this question earlier, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What year did Bret Hart join WCW? Uh, 97. You win. <laughs> Fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> so, next week... Are you ready? Yeah, sure. You're going to love this one. I'm not even joking. WCW. Wow. So, this is this is this for you is in my eyes one of the best topics.
2: Yeah, because it was my favorite
1: wrestling company. So, next week. You pick your favorite WCW match, and I pick mine, and we shall see who uh, who wins WCW week. Wow!
2: Yeah, Klaysia versus Mongo McMichael. <laughs> I just want. Can we just watch uh,
1: the clips from the uh, what, do, what does what does Bongo do next on Twitter? That's that's
2: my. Plan. I don't know. I don't know. No, just know. <laughs>
1: Just a, a hot an hour. Steve Mongo McMichael (laughs) (laughs) so if you're listening please vote for Steve Mongo McMichael (laughs) no don't because it'll be shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) so now on to our weekly thing we do the two songs and I'll let you go first
2: So I'm using Depeche mode with stripped. Nice, I love
1: Depeche mode. Such an important band in our generation's music, I think. Yeah, sure. And underrated, in my opinion.
2: Mm, yeah,
1: because it, they they're not as highly spoken as some of the other bands around their time, but I think they
2: deserve deserve yeah. the credit. They have created really a new way. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: My first song is from a British band from the 90s called Pulp. And the song Ease and Wiz. Okay. From Jarvis Cocker. Only because when I was working this week on the TV, they had uh, highlights of Pulp playing at Glastonbury Festival on the TV. So I enjoyed this show.
2: So, then I'm going to pick my uh, second song, uh, Sodom, Sodom, with Ausgebombed. Oh, I've
1: never heard of those.
2: It's a great black thrash metal band from Gelsenkirchen. Oh, see, we would say that. I've been
1: saying that name wrong. I call it Gelsenkirchen. (laughs) so what, I've
2: been saying it wrong what, uh, it sounds more German when you say it than I <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I have no idea how an Englishman can sound more German than a German but I win <laughs> I'm happy okay I pick from one of my favourite bands KISS I pick uh, Detroit Rock City by KISS mainly because my wife was doing a quiz at the weekend and one of the question was who sings detroit rock city and she came and asked me and i was like how do you not know this this is from the great one of the greatest bands of all time and she's like this is why i asked you because you like this shit music i say like, it's not shit kiss of one of
2: my favorites then also, please, um, listening to Kiss with Love Gun or yes. um, Black Diamond.
1: Yes. Just listen to fucking Kiss. That's my pick. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Love, creatures gun, night. Love Gun, we played at my wedding, and I was dancing with my dick as the gun, and all of my family and my wife were watching me go, with my dick as the gun <laughs> on the dance
2: floor. <laughs> He's like your wife must be really, really proud of you.
1: It <laughs> was like, look what your family has gained in uh, your 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 fa- your, your daughter's husband. <laughs> Aren't you proud? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So yeah, listen to kiss. If you don't listen to kiss, you're a dick. <laughs> Not really. That's a bit mean. But yeah. Uh, so that's this week over we're going to spend the next week uh booking our fantasy wrestling promotions that we've just started which is going to be fun i think yeah, i hope so i think we might do a do a podcast about it so we can go into a bit more detail of what it is rather than talking about it now we'll, we'll do it we'll, we'll talk about it another time but
2: yeah because uh uh I'm part of this uh, fantasy wrestling thing, but I don't know what I'm doing there. <laughs> so. it, it, it's good,
1: because I have you asking me what to do, my wife, and bam, all like, what do I do now? What's this? I'm like, maybe I, I should have explained before, but I don't really <laughs> know. I'm making it up as I go along. Fuck it. It's fun. It kills time. We'll talk <laughs> about it next week when we know what we're doing. <laughs> So, make sure you follow us on Twitter at STDM Pod. Listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Molly McCoy, American pro wrestler and hockey fan, for doing this week's intro. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, someone else, for our amazing music for the podcast. Oh, yeah. And we'll catch you next week with probably Marcel's favorite theme ever, WCW. Goodbye.
2: Auf Wiedersehen.
0: There's nobody that can stop. it was and the best there ever will be.